And three, two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from women empowerment, feminism, and everything in between. You're joined by your host, Kenzie Meekbeck. Thank you, ladies and gents, for tuning in for yet another episode of The Peaceful Truth. I really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, This week, uh, I want to start talking about the suffragist movement, and that is a woman's movement fighting for women's right to vote in the U.S. I'm going to highlight that in the U.S.'s history in particular in this episode. And the reason why I was inspired and felt in the mood to talk about it is because I feel like this next year is going to be a really pivotal uh, election and um, it's going to be really important to exercise your right and really important to uh, voice uh, your opinions and also use the First Amendment and really speak out uh, to influence this next election or this next big election cycle, because we have one coming up in this November, which you should also participate in. But, um, I just think it's important to reflect on voting. And I think it's also important to be educated on the history of how we got the right to vote, as well as, uh, learn the importance of why it's so vital to exercise our civic duty to vote. So I really got into the suffragist movement during my women's studies and history class in college. I took it for a few semesters and I was a history minor. Um, And I feel like if I didn't take that, I don't know if this podcast would exist. It, when I was listening uh, to like the different documentaries that we watched, as well as the books that we studied and read, as well as the papers we wrote, I just felt so inspired to be a feminist and be active in human rights. And I just felt like it was important to fight for people's voices and fight for humanity and fight to be on the right side of history. Um, So yeah, again, I don't know if this podcast would exist if I didn't take those classes. Um, So let's study up, sit back and relax and learn a little bit about some powerful ladies. So today I wanted to cite my sources first. I am going to talk about different things from Time Magazine, uh, an article by Lily Rothman and Liz Ronk. Um, I'm also going to be citing information from the National uh, Women's History Museum website as well as Britannica Online. So let's dive right in. So the 19th Amendment is the amendment in the U.S. that uh, won the women the right to vote. And it was passed about 100 years ago on June 4th, 1919, and it was ratified on August 18th, 1920. So what is a better way to celebrate that centennial anniversary than exercising your right to vote? I can't think of anything. So get out there, get registered. Um, I also want to talk about why I think it's important to vote. I feel like we, one, have a civic duty to our country. Two, I feel like the idea of voting is great because we get to exercise our voice and we get to express ourselves and really submit something that could make a big impact. Um, And in my opinion, it's a way to take care of our country, the democracy, and to be patriotic. I feel like women and men 
have died and fought for it and have fought to also protect the right to vote. So it's a privilege and an honor um, that not every human being has. Um, I think it also just gives you more power behind your voice and it's how we hold the different representatives that represent us, um, that influence our everyday lives. Um, and it just gives you power to hold these people accountable. Um, so again, I want to take a few episodes, uh, within the next year to talk and reflect about, uh, suffragettes or suffragists. Hmm. I'm actually not sure which is the proper one. But again, that's a woman who sought or seeks the right to vote through organized protests. So when did the suffrage movement in the United States begin? It began all the way back in 1848. So it took um, more than 50 years for them to secure the right to vote. Um, so a women's rights convention was held in Seneca Falls, New York. Um, and I wanted to also reflect on the recent women's movement. Some of my friends, I feel like have said, I don't like how popularized it is by like, and by that they mean of people just bragging about it in social media. But I actually think it's really beautiful that people are celebrating it and showing it off because I think by it being exposed on social media, women's rights is exposed to the world and therefore it becomes more popular culture and it becomes uh, more of a thing and a positive impact overall on society. And I think that would be great. Um, So, but let's reflect back on history. It wasn't the first, the Seneca Falls Convention wasn't the first meeting in support of women's rights in the U.S., but it was the meeting that launched the movement for the right to vote. So who were involved or who was involved in creating this convention? It was Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Lucretia Lucretia Mott. Uh, They directed and developed the event. The two were inspired to create this because they weren't allowed to participate in an anti-slavery convention a few years prior to that in London. And that disallowment really helped spur their determination for the women's movement as well. Um, Stanton wrote and read the Declaration of Sentiments at the convention. And what is the Declaration of Sentiments? It sounds awful like, like... the Declaration of Independence, and that is correct. It is a statement of grievances and demands patterned closely after the Declaration of Independence, and it it called, though, upon women to organize and petition for their rights. So this convention passed 12 resolutions, and all those resolutions passed pretty easily based on what I've read, but the ninth was the demand for the right to vote. And it actually very narrowly passed, but it passed thanks to Stanton's arguments um, and insistence. However, many backers of the movement withdrew their support after that resolution. Um, But this was the cornerstone of the 19th Amendment. So you can only imagine that, like, it was so controversial that so many people decided to withdraw their support that fighting for this right to vote must have been an intense and bold thing to do back in that day. So I think it's really cool that they fought for it. So again, over this next year, I want to reflect on some famous uh, suffragettes 
And I wanted to dive a little bit deeper today on Elizabeth Cady Stanton, since she was the one uh, who began the movement or one of the main women that began the movement. So she was really cool. She was all about humans' rights and fighting for them and being an activist and being on the right side of history. She uh, fought against slavery and was active in the anti-slavery movement. Um, She was also a chief philosopher of the women's rights movement and um, one of the main people and philosophers of the suffragist movement. Uh, She worked on these different efforts, um, but she particularly worked on efforts for the right to vote and also to gain property rights for married women. Because back in the day, if you were married, I believe the rights went to your husband for your property. Um, Both her and her husband moved to Brooklyn and New York to become involved in the Civil War efforts, which is pretty cool that they joined up together as a couple to be badasses and uh, fight against slavery. She also met Susan B. Anthony there, who became another famous suffragette, and they were both advocating for the 13th Amendment. So throughout the years, Anthony and Stanton wrote speeches, articles, books, fighting for the suffragist movement. Um, But unfortunately, Stanton died 18 years before women gained the right to vote. And I feel like that's really sad. And without her, we wouldn't have that right. Um, And which is why I think it's so important to vote and honor people like her who fought for that. Um, Not only that, but she balanced this career as an activist with being a mother to seven children. So this woman gave up so much for our right to vote, and so many people did. And I feel like a lot of people don't exercise the right to vote in the United States. Um, And I feel like it is something, though, that we need to exercise and fight for and participate in, Um, not only because it's our civic duty, but it isn't free. This freedom to vote isn't free. Like, these women really had to spend a majority of their lives fighting for and some of them didn't even see the results so I think it's important to honor these women and to not take it for granted um so what are you looking forward to this week this week I am looking forward to fall um and Halloween and enjoying that um I want you to reflect on something that you're looking forward to this next week Really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Please continue to tune in. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks. Bye.